This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Hello everybody, welcome back to The Listening Room. My name's Ken Young. I've got some really good music to play for you today. Beginning with a new CD by a young uh, New Zealand pianist by the name of Tony Yen Tong Chen. Um, as I've mentioned before, I do a bit, quite a bit of production work for Rattle Records in Auckland and we had the opportunity last year of recording this very fine young Kiwi pianist. And uh, I'd like to play the first track off it and I'll probably pop one in again later on in the programme as well. I'm going to play a piece by Liszt. Franz Liszt, Hungarian composer and very amazing pianist uh, of the 19th century. Uh, it's a piece called Sposalizio in E major, uh, The Marriage of the Virgin. And it's taken from a series of pieces Liszt wrote called Years of Pilgrimage. This is Tony Yantong Chen. Uh, when I get the right track in order, of course, we'll get that sorted out right now. But I think you're going to enjoy this. He's really good.
Very, very fine. Uh, 21 when we made that. He was 21 when we made that recording last year. And uh, I think they agree. He's quite good. He's back. It's, he was back uh, because of COVID. He was studying in the States. I think he's gone back again now, which is good news. Um, Sposalizio, France List, um, from his years of pilgrimage, played by Tony, Tony Yan Tong Chen on a recently released, released um, CD by Rattle Records. And now for a composer... Um, I don't think I've featured before. Um, Malcolm Arnold, English composer, was actually trained as a trumpet player, classical trumpet player. In fact, played with the BBC Symphony Orchestra before deciding to become a freelance composer, and he was indeed very successful. Uh, I'd like to feature a lovely third movement from his four Scottish dances, which were written in 1957. And uh, here to play them for us is the BBC Concert Orchestra, conducted by Barry Wordsworth. We're not going to hear all of them, but this lovely third one I'd like to play for you now. Malcolm Arnold.
Lovely piece. That was the third of four Scottish dances by the English composer uh, Sir Malcolm Arnold, actually. He was knighted. And it was played for us there by the BBC Concert Orchestra, I think. Yes, it was conducted by Barry Wordsworth. Moving on now to some Bach, and towards the end of his life, he wrote one of the most extraordinary magnum opuses of his entire career, The Art of Fugue. And it was... uh, it basically consists of 14 fugues and four canons based around the same theme, which is in D minor, and they're all in D minor, and incredibly complex music, but extraordinary, and there have been various transcriptions done of these works through the years, but this is, I'd like to play you number 10 of the Contrapunctus, it's a Contrapunctus number 10, uh, played for us by... Um, Mahan Esfahanai on the harpsichord, and he's also directing the Academy of Ancient Music.
That was uh, uh, Contrapunctus, number 10, from The Art of Fugue by Johann Sebastian Bach. It was arranged by Mahan Esfahani, who also um, played the harpsichord and directed the Academy of Ancient Music. Now to some New Zealand music, and for me, and many others, our finest composer ever, wonderful man called Douglas Lilburn, and he wrote three symphonies. And I'd like to play you the first uh, movement of the first symphony. It was written between 1946 and 48. And there's been no composer before him or since him who has managed to capture the flavour of our beautiful country. Um, it's the landscape of the land, but also of our, our soul. And uh, it may sound a bit airy-fairy, but Douglas really did capture something. And I can vouch for that when you're overseas and you hear Douglas's music, you become very homesick very quickly. So here then is the first movement of the first symphony by Douglas Silburn, and the uh, New Zealand Symphony Orchestra is conducted by John Hopkins.
That was the first movement from Douglas Lilburn's First Symphony, written between 1946 and 48. Very fond of that piece. And it was played for us there by the New Zealand Symphony Orchestra. It was a 1993 recording um, done in the Tory Street Studios in Wellington, which I remember fondly. And uh, it was conducted by John Hopkins, a very fine English conductor uh, who did a lot of great work both here and in Australia over the years. Right, on to some WC. Last week I featured the first movement of En Blanc et Noir in white and black for two pianos by WC. Today I'd like to play the second movement. And uh, these three pieces were written in 1915 during the First World War. And WC at the time was not a well person. He died of cancer three years later. And um, this second movement in particular is, a very, is definitely a response to the, to, to the First World War. Um, and he preferred this to the other two pieces as well. It was actually a, it's a, it was a dedicated to a young friend who was killed in battle. And it repeatedly quotes Ein Festeburg, a Lutheran chorale that is sort of made to sound very strange because of its dissonant harmonic setting. Let's have a listen to um, Blanc en Noir, uh, second movement. And it's played for us by Noel Lee and Werner Haas. Thank you. 
gee, they play well together, those two. It's incredible. Uh, trying to get that amount of precision in the ensemble uh, between two pianists is extraordinarily difficult, and they just do it so well. That was Werner Haas and Noel Lee. Um, and that was the second movement of En Blanc, sorry, <laughs> en Blanc et Noir by Claude Debussy, written in 1915. We're going to move on now to some Brahms and the gorgeous third movement from his Symphony Number no. 3 in F, here played for us by the Berlin Philharmonic Orchestra under Herbert von Karajan.
Such a beautiful piece. Third movement from Johannes Brahms's Third Symphony in F. And that was the Berlin Philharmonic in a 1978 recording conducted by their then musical director, Herbert von Karajan. Now for some opera. And the final scene from, scene from La Cenerentola, Cinderella, by Rossini, written in 1817. And uh, it sort of follows the traditional Italian variant of Charles Poirot's story in which the glass slipper is replaced by a bracelet. The evil stepmother becomes a stepfather, Don Magnifico, and the fairy godmother, a philosopher tutor named Alidoro. We're going to hear the final scene in which everyone is forgiven and Cinderella announces the end of her servant days.
There you go. That was the final scene from La Cenerentola by um, Rossini, Cinderella. La Cenerentola, Cinderella. And it featured uh, Clara Moritz as the mezzo soprano, on mezzo-soprano, singing mezzo-soprano, I should say, uh, with the BBC Scottish Symphony Orchestra conducted by Andrew Gourlay. Finally today, a short piece by Prokofiev for piano. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, featuring, once again, uh, the young man whose CD I talked to you about in the beginning of the program, Tony Yantong Chen. The CD's called Homecoming, and it's released by Rattle. And I'd like to play a little prelude by Serge Prokofiev, which he wrote in his uh, conservatory years, his study years. It's taken from his 10 pieces for piano. It's a little prelude in C major, which I think you'll like a lot. Here we are, Tony Yantong Chen.
That was Tony Entong Chen and the Prokofiev Piano Prelude in C Major from a recent release by Rettle called Homecoming. That's all we've got time for today, I'm afraid. Um, uh, I'm going to leave you right now. I've enjoyed having your company on the programme. I love giving you this programme. I mean, we get to listen to all sorts of really cool music. I hope you can uh, join me at the same time next week uh, for another episode of The Listening Room. Bye for now. The School of Performing Arts is the creative heart of Otago University. We pursue our passions as performers, actors, composers, songwriters, directors, music producers and dancers. Studying music, theatre or dance enriches any student's experience and opens the door to lifelong enjoyment. If you want to learn how to express yourself and communicate with others, work in a team, solve problems and think creatively, then come study with us. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.